Hello, it's me, Ben Pavlo, host of the Raising Yourself Up podcast. And I wanted to take a minute to let you know that I have a new book that was just released. It's called The Young Adult Starter Kit, 12 Steps to Being a Better Person. It's available now on Amazon. And I also still have my Self-Help for At-Risk Teens book. So go ahead and please check them both out and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Self-Help for At-Risk Teens podcast. I'm Ben Pavlo, author, entrepreneur, certified life coach, and self-help enthusiast, bringing you tips, techniques, and strategies on how you can overcome the odds and live the life of your dreams. You can find related resources along with free access to four of the most influential personal development books ever written by going to www.theselfhelpcompany.com. Now let's start the show. Hey, it's me, Ben, from theselfhelpcompany.com. I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today we're going to talk about Chapter 9 of the Self-Help for At-Risk Teens book. The topic here is The Price of Trouble. This topic here is very personal to me because I have spent my whole life getting in trouble. From the time I was 10 years old and I got expelled from school in fifth grade and forced to go to a new school in a new neighborhood, right on through to the next couple years of 13, 14, 15, getting arrested for minor stuff, and then eventually getting sentenced to a juvenile detention program. I was also sentenced to a court-appointed school. I spent 11 months with a house arrest bracelet on my leg. And then even after I got out of juvenile placement, I found myself quickly into an adult prison for a little while, and it just escalated from there. And all of this, I feel like, could have been avoided had I recognized the signs early on. So when I was 10 and I got kicked out of this first school in fifth grade, You'd think that I would recognize that I had a behavior issue, but unfortunately I didn't. So I continued to act out and it just escalated from there. So I'm here to just point out to you some of the warning signs. So if you have been suspended, if you have been expelled, and then if you've ever been in trouble with the law already, even if it was for the minorest thing, these are warning signs that trouble is around you and you need to recognize it and you need to make some serious decisions on how you're going to behave in order to avoid it becoming more serious. So recognizing the warning signs is what's going to help you avoid future trouble. So if you've never been in trouble, if you've never even been suspended or never been in any, any trouble at all, that's great. Congratulations. I applaud you for that. But keep in mind, if you're young, there's still time for you to get in trouble if you're not cautious. So I want to point out to you some of those signs that you could be paying attention for, because if they start to show up and then you recognize them, you could grab a hold of that right away and change direction. Behavioral problems are serious. So I'm not talking about trouble in the sense of you know, you didn't clean your room and you got grounded. No, that, that's not the type of trouble I'm talking about here. I'm talking about trouble with getting suspended, getting in trouble with the law, getting fired from a job because of disrespecting people or talking back to your 
teachers or any kind of real actual behavior problems. That's the kind of trouble that I want to point out to you and focus on it because everyone gets in like little bits of stuff. You know, if you're a kid, you're going to get your hand slapped a couple times here and there. But when you start to realize that your problems are bigger than that, it's going to be up to you to take control of the situation. And you can totally control it because if your behavior is because you're showing off for your friends, then maybe you need to stop hanging out with them friends. Or maybe you need to realize that you don't need to do that in order to be accepted. And the thing is, most of the time, that's the case where people are showing off for other people. And the trouble you're getting into is really from hanging out with the wrong crowd and getting a trouble. Maybe even if you're not the troublemaker, if you're hanging out with the wrong people, you might actually become guilty by association. That's when the people you're with are doing the trouble and you just happen to be there when the cops show up and you get arrested too. And I've been a victim of this several times and it's no fun because if you're innocent, you shouldn't be in trouble. But because you're choosing the wrong people to hang out with, this is what's going to happen. That's why it's important you to be careful of who you're spending your time with. Now, you can totally control these behavior problems and you need to know the difference between real serious issues and then just choices you're making. So if you're someone who is being put in a situation because of your circumstances and the trouble you're getting into maybe not be your fault because like you need some serious counseling or something, then you need to seek that counseling. Don't continue to just get in trouble knowing that this stuff is somewhat out of your control because it's your mental state is causing you to behave this way. Then it's going to be on you to seek counseling. You're going to need to let somebody know that this is serious and you need help because no one else is going to do this for you. People are just going to think you're bad. They're going to think you're a bad kid and they're not going to realize that you're, you're having these issues because of an underlying condition or a circumstance that's putting you in this frame of mind. So know the difference between right and wrong. That's the main thing you need to understand is if you know something is wrong and you do it anyway, I'm sorry to tell you, but that is when you pretty much deserve the consequences. Because if you intentionally break a law and know it's wrong, and then you get caught, that's called paying the consequences. But if you don't know right from wrong, and you didn't realize that what you were doing was illegal, that's something totally different. And that's why it's important for you to understand the difference between right and wrong, legal and illegal. And don't do something unless you know for sure that what you're doing is going to be right. Is if you have any doubts about whether it's against the rules, because it's not just about law. It's not just about outside with the police. It's also in school. It's also at home. So whatever the rules are, you know, until you turn 18 and you're a full-fledged adult and you live on your own, whatever the rules are is what you need to abide by. So depending on if it's, like I said, the school's rules, they have a code of conduct. It might be a dress code. It might be a specific thing where if you're late so many times, you're going to get an in-school suspension or you're late, you know, you miss so many days, you're going to get an actual suspension. Whatever them rules are, it's important for you to know them so you can follow them. And when it comes to being at home and following rules, well, if you have chores to do and you have to do X, Y, and Z by a certain day of the week and you don't do it and then you get grounded, well, that's because you didn't follow the rules. But like I said, I'm not here to talk about your little getting grounded stuff. I'm I'm talking about real trouble because in my life, real trouble has been the biggest setbacks I've ever had. 
There are all kinds of costs associated with getting in trouble. First of all, when you get arrested, often you're going to spend at least a couple hours, if not a night, in jail. Maybe on your first arrest, you might get what's called released on your own recognizance. That means you don't have to pay any money to get out of jail. It's like signing it. That's your first time. You get like It's like a kind of a slap on the wrist. But that's just to get you out. You still got to go to court and everything like that. But after your first time, now all of a sudden, it's be, start, they're going to say, all right, this kid's up to no good. Now your bail might be set at $5,000. And oftentimes, they make you pay 10% of that. So it might cost you $500 to get out. So now you got $500 in bail money. Now, depending on what your charges is, you might need to hire a lawyer. And if you're of low income and you can't afford a lawyer, you'll get assigned a public defender. Now, public defenders are generally just not the best lawyers. They kind of work for the system. So you got to be careful by using a public defender, especially if you're on a serious charge. So now you want to get a lawyer because even if your charge isn't that serious, you might get a pretty stiff sentence because of having a bad representative, you know, your lawyer or your public defender. If you don't have someone who has your best interests in mind, you might get a stiffer sentence than somebody who has a really good lawyer. So next is after you go to court, which you have to take time off of work, or your parent may have to take time off of work to take you there. That's costing money because you're not at work making money. Then after the judge hands down the sentence, you might have to pay restitution, which is paying back whatever you did. So if you vandalize something, and you broke a window and it cost $200, well, that's the restitution, which is paying that $200 back. If you stole something, you're going to pay the restitution, which is paying it back. Then, in addition to that, there's the fines and court costs. That is standard across all courts where you have to pay court costs. That's to pay for the clerks and the people in the back and this and that. That's the type of fines and fees and restitution and the lawyer and the bail money. It just keeps adding up. And by the time it's all said and done, you're going to be cutting grass and babysitting for the next three years just to pay back your parent or whoever it is to put the money up for you to get you out of this trouble. I'm telling you right now, it's just simply not worth it. Do what you need to do. Focus on becoming a better person and don't get yourself in this kind of trouble because once you get into any kind of trouble with the law, you're in the system. And once you're in the system... It's very hard to get out of the system. And I'm telling you this from personal experience because in that first first offense, maybe you get probation. That means you have to report every week or every month or whatever it is, depending on the level of probation they put you on. And if you have, you'll have rules. So if you break the probation, if you violate the probation and you don't check in or you don't do whatever it is they say, you then violate probation. And once you violate your probation, you have to go back in front of the judge. And then when that happens, they might give you either more probation if you're lucky, or you might get sentenced to a juvenile placement program or something like that, depending. So once you're in the system, it's kind of like a setup because you get this probation and you think it's no big deal. But when you break the probation, because they make you jump through so many hoops you got to check in, you got to call, you got to go to the office, you got so many appointments that at the time you can't even keep track of them all. So it's a setup. And plus, you got to realize that once you're in the system, you're starting to, all right, when you go to probation office, then you're waiting in the waiting room, guess who you're going to be sitting there with? A whole bunch of other people just like you 
who are already been in trouble. You might see a kid from school who is in trouble. And the next thing you know, you and him are plotting to go do something after you leave there. And the more times you're going into these environments, the more times you're sitting in court with other people like you, you become like the people you surround yourself with. So this was the problem I had. I went into a juvenile program and as much as I wanted to do better, I was surrounded by criminals. And criminals talk about illegal things. And all of a sudden, you get real hyped up on making more money the, the wrong way. And when I went to uh, the court-appointed school, every day it was like busloads of other juvenile delinquents. And they were always just plotting on what kind of drug they're going to do or what they're going to steal or what kind of thing they're going to sell for money. Or And it's just when you become consumed in this type of environment, it's just so hard to break away. Very few people ever do. And that's the problem because most of the time, when you're juvenile delinquent, if you don't really get serious, you become what's an adult criminal. And when I look back, and the first time I really got arrested for real, like an underage drinking, I might have been like 13 or 14. The last time I got arrested, it was for some stupid thing at a football game. But guess what? 20 years apart and a whole bunch of other times in between. When you do something for 20 years, that's called a career. And when you're doing something illegal for 20 years, that's called a career criminal. And let me tell you, that's no fun to have a label like that put on you. And I'm here to tell you that it's simply not worth it. Stop right now. Put your behavior in check. Criminal records will follow you no matter where you go. You could leave the state. You could leave the city. You could go far away as you want. The criminal record will follow you. And long after you did something wrong, you might think it's all gone, five, 10 years gone by. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Then you go one day and apply for a job that you really, really want. And they're like, wow, man, you're really qualified. We really like you. But unfortunately, you have this criminal record. And sorry, our policy says we can't hire you. You know, it's just not worth it. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Stop right now. Separate yourself from the crowd. Become a leader, not a follower. Again, if you're having anger issues, behavior issues, seek some kind of help if you can't get it under control on your own. Any kind of counseling or anger management therapy or whatever it is, there's no shame in it. Do it. Get it over with. Change the course of your life right now and avoid going down a path of a life of crime. So if you haven't been in trouble yet, hopefully this is a a warning and a reminder and give a little caution to what might lie ahead. Don't start running with the wrong crowd because guilty by association is guilty. Either way you want to spin it, whether you did it or didn't do it, if you're in trouble for it, it's going to follow you. You know, I've had friends do something. I got in trouble for it. They got away. I got caught. Actually, it wasn't even I got caught. I got, we all had to go to court. But the people who did it got nothing, and I got two years probation. So it, at the end of the day, I'm here to share my personal experience with you. Take it. Do what you want with it. You can ignore my advice. You can ignore my stories. You can do whatever you want. But I'm telling you, don't say I didn't warn you. So hopefully this information was helpful. I go into more detail of this stuff in the book, but this is just a quick you know, overview of the experiences I've had. And hopefully you'll be able to see a little bit of that maybe in your situation and just recognize that maybe you are on a little bit of the same path I was on and now is the time to correct it. So course correction, make some smarter decisions and you'll be thanking me, send me an email, tell me how your friends got in trouble and when you decided to stay home that Friday night. And you know what? You were spared because 
you thought about me and what I said. That will make me happy. So thank you very much for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to the the channel. Uh, Make sure you're getting notified because the next episode is going to be chapter 10. And that's going to be more on developing your character. This is going to help you understand some of the things you need to do to really become a better person overall. And your character is something that you really have to make a conscious effort to work on. And I'm going to give you some strategies to help you do that. So again, rate this show, review it, comment, like, whatever else. Give me some feedback. And I look forward to talking to you in the next show. Have a great day.